0: لله, الله الله عليه عليه فامبادو, my brothers and sisters, we are on the series of Khatir خاطر and Khatiras on Dawa. So today, let me ask you a question. My question is, how do you sell perfume? How do you sell perfume? Abdullah. Make people smell it, right? Do you sell perfume by making a PowerPoint presentation on the perfume? No? <laughs> by letting people smell the perfume. Those of you who have passed through Dubai Airport or, you know, I mean, I suppose it's there anyway, but Dubai Airport especially, if you go through the, you're walking through the airport, there are lots of perfume shops. And there are people who will be in the aisleways with perfume bottles and they will say can i can i spray some on you and you put your put out your hat and they spray some perfume on it and they're not asking you to come and buy nothing just free right now they're spending money that that bottle of perfume costs money there's an inventory value for that but they're spraying it on you you smell it you like it their calculation is if one person comes in and buys one bottle of of perfume it pays for that bottle so that means that bottle if he sprays on maybe 200 people it paid for 200 people because somebody bought one bottle of perfume, right? That's a, that is their, their calculation. You sell perfume by letting people experience that perfume. What does this have to do with Dawa? Simple, right? It has to do with Dawa because how do you present Islam? By letting people experience Islam. Not by talking about Islam experience Islam I mentioned to you and this is this is a general rule it's not even not not also restricted to Muslims. I mentioned to you the other day a a quote that is uh, ascribed to uh, Saint Francis of Assisi Uh, and then of course there's a lot of uh, dispute about did he actually say it or not but whether he said it or not it's a very interesting quote he said to he said to his people his disciples he said go out and spread the gospel he said go out and spread the gospel and speak only if you have to huh? <laughs> interesting statement. spread the gospel but speak only if you have to so how do you how do you spread the gospel without speaking by living that let people experience that in your life the sahaba they landed and they say this happened in the uh, 4 Hijri. So Rasulullah was in Madinah Manawar at that time. They landed on the coast of India, southern India, in a place called Kotangalur near the city of Kochi. And uh, there they met the king of the place and uh, his, his name was Kuleshekara Perumal. And Kuleshekara Perumal had actually seen the splitting of the moon. You know, time difference between Saudi Arabia and Brother, there is no Saudi Arabia, there is no, Arabia, Hejaz, and India. So he saw the splitting of the moon and he asked his astrologers, so what's happening? They said, Well, there is, a, there is a prophet has come in the land of the Arabs and he did this. So when the, when the Sahaba landed there, uh, he asked them, He said, oh, You know, what happened? They said, Yes, this is uh, the religion of Islam. The prophet, has come, the prophet has come, and this is what he's preaching. He said, What does he preach? This is what he preaches. So kula shakir left kochi and he traveled through oman to hejaz he met rasul he accepted islam at the hands of Rasulullah, he was, he was given the name Tajuddin, and he returned and on the way back he died in a place called Salalah in oman i have seen his grave in Salalah. i went to his grave in Salalah in oman now those sahaba who came there they were traders So, the story goes that one day they were in the marketplace and they were selling grain. And somebody came to buy the grain and they said to him, look, before you buy the grain, it has been raining, we tried to cover it, but some water has gone in, so this grain is wet. And when we weigh it, it is going to be heavier, but we will give you a discount for the actual weight, what it should be. So, if you are weighing this thing, if it is weighing 10 kilograms, you pay only for 5. Now, the people were astonished. (coughs) They said, nobody does this. What kind of thing is this? This is how we do business. How will you make money? Sir, we make money. Allah makes. Allah makes money. Allah makes the money for us. The people in the marketplace, the other other business people, they got angry with these people. They said, "You are spoiling our our trade." They "Not my problem, right? This is how I do business. It spoils your trade. That's your problem. It's not my problem." Spreading perfume, right? Abdul The great muhaddis, the great sheikh, the great sufi, the great teacher. When he was about 10 years old, his mother sent him to uh, study. So he was going to Baghdad in a caravan, And this, his mother, when she, when she sent him, she gave him 30 gold coins. And this is this some total he has to live from live off this so these 30 gold coins she sold them she made a she made a, a pocket in his trouser on the top and she put those gold coins and these she showed them so you know they'll be safe and nobody can see them and so on so on the way this hafila was waylaid by a gang of highway robbers and of course you know they're looting and so on so one of the robbers came to this little boy and he asked him do you have anything and she said yes I have 30 gold coins the man he he said, you're mad they don't tell lies and he left you little little kid like this he's got 30 gold joints what do you mean 30 gold coins yeah. so he left and then when they all finished this one robber he, this thing was in his mind he said this boy said he had 30 gold coins so he said to his chief, he said, you know, there is one boy here, he says he has 30 gold coins. So the man said, did you check with him? He said, I, I looked, I, I, he didn't, doesn't have anything with him. He said, call him, bring him here. So he went and caught hold of him. He's like your age, huh? 10 years old, 11 years old, your age. So he brought him to the robber chief. So the chief said to him, what did you say to my my man here? He said, I told him I have 30 gold coins. The chief said, you are lying. He said, I'm not lying. I have to ask you the truth. He said, where is it? He said, here, show me, they they ripped up on that. They showed him 30 gold coins. The chief said, you are crazy. He said, you are a madman. I mean, why would you tell us that you have 30 gold coins? We didn't find them nothing, right? You would have got escaped with that. Now we we have your coins and he said when i left my mother sold this thing and put it here and my mother said never tell a lie for any reason that's it my mother said never tell a lie for any reason that robert chief he started weeping he started crying he said your mother you obey like this and my rub i disobey eh? your mother you obey and my rabbi disobey he said take back your gold coins and he announced to them we leave this work we make a we make tower on the hand of that 10 year old boy eh? Our problem is we don't give truth a chance. We don't even give it a chance. We say, oh, no, 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 but you know, in today's world, it doesn't work. When did you try, my brother? How do you know it doesn't work? When did you try? Then you tell me if it doesn't work, if it doesn't, if you you try it. I know a case where there were two young people, they got married, they were coming to a country, they got married. According to the law of that country, they were not supposed to get married and come. If 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 the boy went to to his home country, he got married there. According to the law of the country, he was supposed to take a special visa permission to marry and then bring his bride back. He didn't do that, he got married. Now they're coming back to this country. Everyone told them, Go separately, right? You go in one place, your wife goes to another of the immigration officers, don't tell them you are married. But these two, they decided we are not going to start our life by telling a lie. So, what do they do? They go both together to one immigration officer. He said, Who are you? He said, We are married. He said, Where's your license? He says, I don't have one. A... You didn't apply for a permission? No. So why are you telling me? You could have gone to a separate... He said, no, we don't want to lie. We don't want to lie. We decided that we will not tell a lie. Everyone told them to tell lies. All their elders. They told them, don't do this, do this, do this, be wise, be clever, be smart. They said, no, you will not start our life with telling a lie. I'm deliberately being vague because I I know they don't want, they wouldn't want this to be for people to recognize them, but the story itself is true and, and beautiful. So they said to the immigration officer, we came here because we decided we will speak the truth. The immigration officer said, you came here and you decided to speak the truth that you don't have a visa, you don't have permission to get married and so on and so on. Good. Happy wedding. Have a great life. Stamp, stamp, go. Hmm. Give. Sell perfume. Sell perfume. Can you sell perfume by letting people smell the perfume? The way you give dawa is by the way we walk, the way we talk, the way we deal with people. How we treat people, how we treat each other, how we speak perfume, sell perfume. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to practice this deen in a way that we become examples of it. With ikhlas in our hearts, we don't do it to show people, but we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us living, walking, talking examples of the sunnah of the beautiful way. اللهم محمد مصطفى صلى الله عليه وسلم وصلى الله على الكريم وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم